What if, instead of focusing on pushing through fear, you simply turn that fear into excitement? That's what we're talking about today in episode 61. Radio. Here you'll find raw, honest conversation about what it really looks like to be the leader in your own life. A pause in your week to anchor into what's true for you. Soul riffs from my heart to yours. I'm your host, Gemma Sands. Welcome. Let's settle in to this week's episode. Hey loves, thank you for joining me for another episode. This wasn't actually the episode that I had planned for today. I have another one recorded and ready to go, but I felt super cold to share something that has been sitting on my heart for a little while. If you're listening to this, then I know that you have a big vision for your life. And I also know that with that vision comes fear. And we talk a lot about fear. Most of it involves how to crush it, how to power through it, how to feel the fear but do it anyway, right? Well, I want to share a little story with you. So for about four or five months now, I've been feeling this really quite constant rumble of low-level anxiety. And it's been really unnerving, it's been really unsettling for me, largely because I haven't been able to figure out, or I hadn't until recently, been able to figure out what has been causing it. And I don't want to go into too much detail about my relationship with anxiety because that's a whole other issue for another day. But I did have episodes of quite severe anxiety in my 20s, which led to quite severe depression. Um, And at the time, I didn't know what was wrong with me, but it carried on. And then a few years later, I realized that the reason I was struggling was because I was constantly putting myself into a state of fear by trying to live a life that wasn't aligned with who I actually was or the things that I actually valued. So once I realized that, I changed my life. Um, I quit my job. I moved out of London. And over time, the anxiety and the depression disappeared. So when I stop to consider my life more recently, I can see a similar pattern emerging. I'm in a very different place in my life to where I thought I would be. I'm in a new phase in both a personal and a professional level. Um, And I've come to accept that my identity at this point in life looks very different to what I expected it to. Um, I've come to accept that my infertility means that my role in life looks very different to what I expected it to, which obviously has been quite, you know, interesting to try and navigate. And one of the things that has come out of this is that I've really taken ownership of my vision, the work that I'm here to do what I'm creating. And both of these things require me to move into the unknown. They require me to show up to anchor deeper into being the fullest expression of who I am once all of the layers are stripped back. That requires vulnerability. It requires trust. It requires commitment. And honestly, it's kind of terrifying at times. And here's the thing. When it comes to fear, we 
are taught that we have two options, right? So the first option is that we can feel it, but we can carry on regardless. We can force ourselves to get up and do the thing that even though we don't want to do it, we know it's going to make us feel sick or it's going to give us that knot in our stomach. We can just feel that pain, feel that fear and do it anyway. Or we can let the fear take hold and we can stay stuck, stagnant, okay? Now, clearly, we don't want to make the second choice, although sometimes, oftentimes we do when we avoid the scary things and we choose to remain in the comfort of whatever our current reality looks like. But is the first choice even much better? Because when we push through the fear, as I've been doing for the last however many months, when we do that, when we feel the fear and do it anyway, we're putting ourselves into a constant state of anxiety. So we keep taking the action, we keep hoping it's going to get easier or more comfortable, and sometimes it does, but more often it doesn't. The fear grows, and as it grows, we feel less and less in control of it. And we kind of wear this approach a bit like a badge of honour, you know, we pat ourselves on the back because, yeah, we're pushing through the fear anyway, we're chasing our goals, but it's really not sustainable to live from this place of constantly putting ourselves into anxiety. Do you see how dangerous and counterintuitive that could be? By constantly pushing through the fear, we are forcing ourselves to do the things that bring anxiety, not joy. And for me, that's not alignment. And so this is something I've been thinking about recently. And the more that I think about it, the more troubling it, it, it is for me because we know that what we focus on expands. We know that what we put our energy and our attention into is what becomes our reality. Never, ever forget what a powerful creator you are. Right? You're constantly creating. You're constantly, even when you're not conscious of it, forming your reality through your thoughts and through your behaviours and through what you focus on and where you put your energy. So if you think about it like that, and if you're constantly in a state of anxiety, where the focus is always on the fear, what happens? Well, you just create more fear. So... I think it's really time for us to shift our perspective around fear. I think it's time for us to stop believing that there are only two options to either push through it or to stay stuck. And I think instead we could choose to turn our fear into excitement. What would it be like if instead of putting the emphasis on the fear and how to push past it, we turned our focus towards getting excited about what's actually on the other side of the fear? And I had a conversation with one of my beautiful doTERRA business partners earlier this week, and she shared something very similar that she had learned from a book um, by Rod Stryker, and I think it was called The Four Desires. I haven't personally read it, but if I understand it, his concept is that in order to create what you desire, the intensity of your desire must be greater than the intensity of any resistance that you have around creating it. And it goes a bit deeper than that because then he talks about different kinds of desires, but the principle is similar in a way. So when we relate this to fear, when we increase the intensity of excitement about what's on the other side of the fear, we are making ourselves an energetic match for that new reality. And we're better able to move through that fear naturally in a state of flow rather than a state of anxiety. 
So I'm going to say that again so it really sinks in, right? When we increase the intensity of excitement about what's on the other side of fear, we become an energetic match for what's on the other side of fear. And we begin to create that new reality. Can you even just feel how much more expansive that is than thinking that we need to feel the fear and push on and do the thing anyway? Doesn't it just feel so much more aligned? Okay, so what does it look like in practice? Well, I think first it's really important that we are honouring our experience of fear. We are nurturing ourselves by accepting how we feel and what we're experiencing, accepting that the fear is present, not denying it, not avoiding it. But once we've acknowledged it, that's when we can turn our focus to increasing that excitement. So I want to try a little exercise together. Um, If you are listening to this in the car and you're driving or you're out walking, then don't close your eyes. But if you would like to and you're able to, just close your eyes for a moment. Settle in for a moment. And just Take a moment to think about something in your life that is currently bringing you fear. Where in your life are you currently stuck? Where are you resisting taking action because fear is getting in the way? Now, I want you to imagine that you are now on the other side of that fear. You've done the thing that you've been resisting. You've created that new reality. What does that reality look like for you? How does it feel? How does it feel to be in that space without any fear, just pure excitement? How does it feel to have broken through that barrier, to have moved from one side of the manifestation to the other and to not have to have put yourself in a state of anxiety? Your cells feel alive, they feel vibrant, they're radiating the energy of this new reality. Just anchor into that for a moment, anchor into that excitement, feel it in your body. Feel it in yourselves, feel them vibrating with this excited energy. Remember why, why did you want to create this new reality? What are those desires that are driving you? Feel into that. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Notice how you feel now. How has your posture changed? How are you holding yourself? Can you see how by increasing that excitement, even if the fear remains the same, you haven't changed the fear, it's still there, you've acknowledged it. You haven't done anything to get rid of it or deny it. So even if the fear stays the same, that excitement can guide us through the fear without needing to push or put us in a place of constant anxiety. Just by shifting where the energy lies, we open ourselves up to the opportunity for growth, to be on the other side of the manifestation. So I want to leave it there. I would love to know your thoughts. Um, I'm going to be applying this in my own life. Um, I have been 
the last couple of days I'm going to be applying it in my own life and playing with it and experimenting with it um, but I would really love to know your thoughts as well so you can reach out you can contact me on social media or by email um, and I'm also going to put a link in the show notes. I would love to share a new tool with you, a new exciting little quiz that I have out where you can discover what your essential oil archetype is. Um, essential oils, just like us, have unique personalities and energies of their own. So you can take the quiz, you can find out what your archetype is and some insights about how you show up, what your signature blend of self-sabotage is, and there are some little rituals in there to help you move past your personal blocks. So if you'd like to take the quiz, you will find the link to that in the show notes, or you can visit my website at gemmasands.co.uk. Um, take the quiz, get your little PDF guide and work through the prompts that are in there. As always, thank you for listening. I hope that this has made you think about a new way to reframe and move through fear with gentleness um, and self-compassion. And I will be back again with another episode. I've already recorded the episode for next week. It's all about conscious creation. I know some of you are really interested in that. So do tune in for that to find out what my personal conscious creation practice is. You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio. For more episodes, don't forget to subscribe through SoundCloud, iTunes or YouTube. And to access full show notes, visit gemmasands.co.uk.